This is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from BWE League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Welcome to Hustle and Pro, changing the outcome. That's what we are talking about today. This is the Game Changers episode. I asked my friend, Oliver Barron, to help. How are you, Oliver? I'm good, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining us. So let's do what we do here on Hustle and Pro and do a couple quick hits to get to know you a little bit. Who's your favorite team? I would say St. Louis Cardinals baseball, obviously. Is baseball your favorite sport to watch? It isn't, actually. I've just been a Cardinals fan for most of my U.S. life. So I grew up overseas primarily. Where'd you grow up? So I was born in South Africa. I lived in Hong Kong and Singapore, and I'm from an English father. So my sports as a youth were primarily the English sports like cricket and rugby and soccer. That you played? I did, yeah. You Mm -hmm. played cricket and soccer? And And rugby. And rugby. Oh, rugby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not for extended periods of time, but I've definitely played in a season or two in all of those. Soccer more, uh, you know, through my freshman year in high school until we moved to the U.S. So what's the sport that you'd say you've played the most? Soccer, probably. Yep. And Mm -hmm. is that one of your favorites still? It is. I mean, World Cup time, obviously, that's the most glorious time of, you know, every four years, right? Uh, So definitely... um, you know, but as far as following the pro leagues during the professional seasons, a little bit difficult, I think, just ha- having to have, you know, the particular channels and things right. to watch those games. Yeah, so. it's not yep. always easy to follow no, exactly. all the English Premier League and yep. Champions League soccer all the time. My husband tries, so I'm sure that you wish you had more time to watch that all weekend, too, at all hours of the day, right? Absolutely. So what is the farthest distance you've ever traveled to play sports or to watch sports? Yeah, so that's a good question. I guess if we're measuring from where we're sitting today, it would be Indonesia. I played soccer there when I was living in Singapore, but so that's actually a very short distance. So, but maybe that that's a answer to your question. Short uh, distance ultimately. from where you were living at the time, but yeah. far from here. Right, exactly. That's probably one of the farthest I've ever had someone say. <laughs> and so then I know we're going to talk about game changers today, but if you had to pick one athlete overall who was like a favorite of yours who would it be that's easy actually michael jordan okay. um so we moved to the u.s in 89 and so he had just you know sort of what three years into his career and you were either a bulls fan or you were not right at that time and so i was a huge michael jordan fan he was amazing he is definitely a game changer yep. so that's what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about right so a game changer is i guess it could mean anything to anybody but it's really like a shift someone who Changes the course of doing um, doing something or how you see something. And like in sports, it's really players who change the game, right? It could be good or bad. Sure. While I was brainstorming to talk to you, I thought, man, some of these are not great connotations of game changers because sometimes people spoil the game or I don't know, for whatever reason. Like there's a particular baseball name on here that, that might be a negative um, perception sometimes. But let's go through... And see who you think some of the game changers are in sports. Sure. So how do you want to tackle this? You, do you have a, a list for me? I kind of do, yeah. Okay. Um, in, in my head a bit. Uh, so it, with all apologies to Michael Jordan, my favorite athlete of all time, I'm going to sort of go to a more modern player, I think. Maybe it'll be more relevant for your audience. I don't want to get too old school here, right? But Steph Curry. Steph, yep. You know, and I think uh, obviously the thing that stands out, you know, immediately with him is he's basically revolutionized the long distance game, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe fans like myself who loved the Jordan era and loved, you know, sort of the big 
man in the post and all of that, he's really just kind of killed the game, if you will, because he's so good from long range. But uh, he's definitely a game changer just because of what he's done with the three-point shot. Yeah. And off the court, too, I think he is. People see him differently than sort of the eras before him and basketball players. Or I don't know. Maybe it's just me that sees him differently. Yeah. But he's... Um, and, and he's a fam- family sport, right? So his dad and his brother yep. are also basketball players, exactly. were, were and is, Seth. Um, but he just has, there's something different about him, right? The way he, he talks to people and treats people and family, I don't know, all these things where he just sort of has a different persona than some of the, the guys who came before him, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's probably a lot to do with the, the current age of basketball. You know, I think of like the you know, the the Pistons, the Nasty Boys, right? And, you know, the Carl Malone, uh, fa- you know, famous jagged-edged elbows and sort of the really rough game, right? Back in the day, Bill Lambeers. I probably can name all the Pistons, right? Because I'm just, and obviously Malone wasn't, but uh, being a Bulls fan. So, yeah, I think he's he's like a gentleman, mm-hmm. you know, to your point, you know, of sports today. I, I don't even know if I've ever seen him talk trash, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, you know, or sort of, there's absolutely no, you know, Steph rules, right? Like there right. were Jordan rules, right? Or right, you he's know, just, so he's just he's a, a good role model. He's a great role model, absolutely. You know, and and he's created some really memorable moments in sports. You know, and I think it dates back to like you know, obviously NCAA tournament time. You know, when he was at Davidson. I mean, people quickly heard, you know, hey, there's this really thin, lanky, you know, guy, and he's just killing it, you know, because he's just so he was so dominant, you know. So, so speaking of thin, lanky guys, yeah. and also in this market, I you got to say Dirk for longevity, right? Yeah. As far as a game changer, especially when we're in the world of everybody says, I like basketball, but I don't follow a team; I follow a player nowadays. So, but Dirk is is different than that for sure because he's he was a one team guy yeah and now that he's officially done like you can say that he's for not sure. one of these guys that was a one team guy and then moved at the last minute because there was some upper, other opportunity or contracts went the wrong way or something like that so yeah. i see him because you know, i'm a homer as a <laughs> game changer in basketball yeah. do you i totally do i think you know that would have been the obvious answer i probably should have you know in the market we're in you know, from a basketball perspective, I mean, there's no question, you know, he's probably what, like two or three now in po- total points for his career. Obviously, yeah, he's retired I mean, now, but. He got that last yeah. one, the, mm-hmm. I think, I feel like he got yeah. one more number up there sure. the last one or two yeah. seasons. So there's not many ahead of him. No. I was going to say four or five. But yeah, I, yeah, sorry. You're probably right. We'll fact check that later. Yeah, Jordan's two, I think. And then you probably got Wilt or um, anyway. So better not get into the stats of the, that. But We could do sure. that another episode. Yeah, exactly. So any other basketball players you want to throw out there? No, I think, you know, as as a game changer, he's the one that really stands out just because of, you know, like I said, him just, just changing the game. And so everybody now is looking right to shoot from 30, you know, feet, you know, beyond the three-point line, right? Literally, like, you know, mo- yeah, like half moving court. back, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Exactly. Yeah. And I know the three-point line, probably for the traditional basketball fan, is, you know, so, sort of a modern, right, um, gimmick, if you will, of the game. But I think... The point is the guy can hit from pretty much anywhere, you know, inside of half court, right? And just with with finesse. consistency. Yeah. And finesse, finesse and yeah. smooth. Yeah. Exactly. Who else you got? So I someone this is a this is a, a, a more recent player too, but so Patrick Mahomes from an NFL perspective. <sighs> you know I'm a Texas Tech gal. Perfect. So, so I love Pat Mahomes. Yeah. So and 
you know, I think, um, you know, so I'm a big fantasy footballer. And so, you know, we're supposed to distinguish, of course, right, between fantasy and real life. But this guy is like, statistically, right, has just put up some unbelievable numbers. I know Quickly his career. Too, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I was looking up some of his stats and just even in college, right? So you talked about tech, and I think, like, he had a game where he passed for 734 yards. Wow. Really? Honestly? That, really? <laughs> yeah, apparently. You know, and then just thinking about, like, what he did in his rookie year, you know, is, it's pretty remarkable, right? Mm -hmm. he, I mean, he's he's matched, you know, stats with some of the, the all-time greats, right? Like Brady, I think, in as far as how many touchdowns he's thrown in a season, you know, and and um, yards as well. So it's... He's, I love it because... Yeah. A lot of college or a lot of quarterbacks come out of college and everybody thinks they're going to be the one that can make the jump. Yeah. But most of the time, they're not going to be at the top of the list that rookie season no, or the next. But he sure. just came out and never faltered. Exactly. I mean, now, so when we're recording this, he's a little injured right now, he right? Is. So yep. hopefully when this airs, he's back on track and, For sure. and doing his thing again because he is fun to watch. Yeah. And another good role model guy. For sure. Yep. Absolutely. I think everybody looks up to him. Yeah, the, a couple of the stats that I was thinking that just really distinguish him as a game changer so early in his career. So, you know, basically he's the only quarterback to throw for over 5,000 yards in a season, both college and the NFL. Oh, wow. Ever. Like, of all the Ever. massive passers, right, wow. of all time. That's pretty wild. That, and, thanks to that that Texas Tech yeah. offense. <laughs> no, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's Not helpful. everybody had the chance to no, do that. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, when I mentioned Brady and Manning, so the stats there are basically, you know, they're the only players in NFL history to throw 50 touchdown passes in a single season. Oh, wow. So that's wild, right, for a guy who's just new to the league, right, you know. Man, uh, think, of, think of what we're going to be saying yeah. about him in a few more years. Absolutely. Once he's had even more time to rack up those stats. So you mentioned somebody a couple times who's definitely on my game changers list for football. I mean, some people like him, some people don't, but it doesn't matter. Tom Brady is definitely up there, and just the amount of consistent, well, playing and winning. I mean, nobody else is, nobody else can win that as much as he does, and as long as he has. Without a doubt, His yeah. Secretive anti-aging <laughs> tricks. Exactly. Yeah, it's amazing. He he's a better athlete now than basically when he was in the combine. Right? They have that really. Fantastic footage of him r running, you know, the 40 and slower than some of the offensive linemen, you know, or whatever the, you know, dig was on him that made him fall so far, right? You know, and now I think, he, you know, he's on, I don't know if he's on like an all plant-based diet and mm -hmm. stuff, but the guy's a specimen, right, for... For you how know, to do it, yeah. And, and maybe and he was like a pool shark. Maybe he yeah. was. Maybe he threw his um, combines and everything back yep. then, just so that he could come back and surprise everybody. There knows. you go. Yeah, exactly. Well, in talking about him, I do think game changer wise in the sport of football, back to longevity is Belichick, just because again he's he's doing he's winning yep. longer at the same place than a lot of, of people are. So Without a doubt. Yep. Yep. The team that everybody hates, but I think if we could all switch with that stable sort of, you know, um, system, right, of continuous winning in Super Bowls, and I mean, we, I, as a Cowboys fan, I would take that I'd take model that. in a second yeah. and Belichick and, in and a second. Speaking of Cowboys, <laughs> so, well, do you have any other football guys on your list? No, okay. no I was going to, yeah. So, because I'm a homer, again, yeah. I have to say, like, from my personal experience as yep. football game changers, the triplets, just because, like, that's just the iconic who I think of when I think of football and sure. and change the game here in Dallas, right? So, yep. I mean, I love Troy and 
um, love that Troy's still in the, in the picture, and I hear him on the ticket and see him or listen to him all the time on broadcasts. Um, and Michael and Emmett, they're just, I just love those guys. And I think them together as the, as the triplets was a game changer. No I mean, doubt. No doubt. I mean, you've got, you know, with Aikman, and this is before my NFL watching career, but as a Cowboys fan now, I've had to sort of go back and, and watch, right? You know, there's no question, like, if you put Aikman in, like, the run and shoot of the Oilers at the time, he would have been throwing, you know, for thousands and thousands of yards, right? But that was just not the system he was in. And then you had Emmett, of course, the all-time rushing leader. But it's funny when you said Dallas Cowboys triplets, you know, because my history doesn't, in Dallas, doesn't go back beyond 2004, you know, the triplets for me is either, you know, Romo, you know, oh, and, the and new, De- the Dez, newer right, world. you know, right, yeah. or, and then even, right, I feel like we have a current triplets, you know, mm-hmm. perhaps, and obviously with Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a new triplets, right, it's not even a full season yet, but. Yeah, um, and I see, you yeah. know, when you see, it's hard not to see <laughs> Emmett out there when you see Zeke out there running. For sure. Just, there's just a few yeah. similarities, right? Yep. Um, I got one more football one I want to yeah. mention real quick. Um. On the field, sure, but off the field, I feel like J.J. Watt has changed the game and the way people that aren't so much football fans paid attention to football a little bit in the last several years. No doubt. Yeah, he's so big and dominant, to your point, uh, as a football player, but the guy has such um, a personality, right? I think, you know, the the, the huge weather issues, right, in Houston, I think he basically just thought he was going to say something and raise a bit of money, and then it ended up just absolutely blowing up, and I can't remember the exact number they ended with, but yeah, he's got... <laughs> Me neither, but yeah, it was a lot. It was, It was yeah. impactful. Mm-hmm, for so, sure. So, if nothing else, it yeah. changed It changed what was happening yeah. there in his town, which yeah. is amazing. And exactly. I just feel like people paid attention to that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he's larger than life. He feels like either a WWE personality, you know, in a sense, or even like maybe your most polished po- politician, like right. he can do it all, but right? But the good, ver- the y- good y- guy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, the one with character. <laughs> If there is one. Right. So, okay. Who Who's next on your list? Yeah. So this one for me. So I wanted to try to get to a lot of the sports that I love mm-hmm. and follow. So Serena Williams, mm-hmm. I think, you know. Um, and, and so when I, you know, I followed tennis my whole life. I didn't mention it as a sport that I actually played, but I did play tennis. And so, you know, I've, I've followed it probably, you know, um, definitely my entire life. And so when I think about her, you know, when I started watching tennis, it was kind of like when you get to around the age of 27, Martina Navratilova notwithstanding, you know, 27, 28, 29, you're kind of towards the end of your tennis career, but she's just totally blown that theory out of the water, right? She's like winning tournaments in her, you know, mid-30s. She's, I mean, she won an Australian Open, you know, two months pregnant, pregnant right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then her stats speak for her themselves. She's just got unbelievable, you know, sort of statistics, right? She's... And I would think she'd, ch- or do you have statistics? You're I do, Go yeah. for it. Okay. No, I, you know, so some of the things I was looking at, you know, is, so this, speaking to her longevity, I could, we could go to almost any category of how, you know, what a game changer she is, but, you know, she's won a slam in three different decades. Oh, like, wow. A grand slam in three different decades. And we're decades. about to join a new, or start yeah. a new decade. I know. She yeah, can, she'll do it for sure. She's yeah. at the top of her game. Wow. Yeah, no question. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it really Especially is. for such a physical sport that wears your body down No like doubt. That. Yep. Exactly. The only thing I would add to that is changing the sport um, by way of of audience. Yeah. And just opening it up to a whole new world of people that might not have been watching it before. Yeah, exactly. There's no question, you know. um, I I, sadly I can recall, you know, obviously there's been Arthur Ashe, and this may be where you're going, you know, earlier 
in in you know sort of you know um, pivotal in in changing the the you know sp sports landscape. But I think you know she absolutely. I think just you know the type of player she is, and and um, you know. I, I, some of the athletes we've mentioned too, you know, sort of have a farther like Steph too. You know, they're they're almost like um, you know, sort of cultural figure figures, mm -hmm. right? Too mm -hmm. that kind of make them even put that you know sort of solidify yeah. their game changer. Yep, like um, with Serena, I feel yep. like it's the girl power thing. Yeah, um, that's true too. There's probably way more little girls, yeah, really into tennis and watching tennis because of her sure. than there ever have been. Yeah, which is awesome. Definitely that's, a game changer. Who else you got? Yep. So th this is um, probably a little bit of a homer pick. Well, not l a little bit of a homer pick, but it definitely is. But I felt like I might need to educate some of your American League, you uh -oh. know, Texas Ranger fans here. Oh, okay. And, and sadly, but this is this is probably going to be a little bit of a sore spot, right, when we think about World Series. But Albert mm -hmm. Pujols. Mm -hmm. So Albert Pujols, you know, yeah. being a, a, a huge Cardinals uh, legend, right? But but I think what people don't realize is some of the things that he had done in his career, like. You know, in the first 10 years of his career, he basically hit 30 homers, 300 batting average, 100 RBIs for 10 straight, and, and 100 runs scored for 10 straight seasons, which really? has not been eclipsed or, know that. or achieved by anybody. That's some consistency right? yeah. that you don't see much with for that sure. much consistency. Absolutely. Batting 300 and how would you say 30 home runs? Yeah, 30 home runs, you know, uh, more more than 30 home runs every season in his first 10 seasons. Wow, because people career. will get pops, Yeah, you know, a few seasons here and there, but to have it that long, that's... Exactly. When did he finish playing? So he's still playing. He's with... Oh, yeah. seriously? Yeah, the oh, Angels. I thought he retired recently. No, yeah. So I think this may be his 19th season. He's basically, I mean, you know, obviously there's a couple of steroid users ahead of him, uh -huh. right? And like homers and RBIs, you know, A-Rod and, and Bonds, right? But he's basically in the top th three, you know, five, let's say, in homer, homers and RBIs okay. and things of that nature. So he's... He's definitely a, a, a game changer. Yeah. The way he hits, too, a lot of... I've read s things about him, too, where people have indicated, you know, he's maybe the best... One of the better hitters ever in history. You know, and, and if we had... If you had... You know, if there's some baseball fans, you know, that are listening, they would know the stats, right? Like the war, the OPS, and some of the categories where he's just, like, pretty close dominates. to off the charts. Yeah, totally dominates. Especially in this era, as well, you know, um... So I mean, he you know he's in he's in categories with like Babe Ruth, you mm -hmm. know, he's in categories with like Lou Gehrig, you know, just some of the all-time greats. So awesome! Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah. I never followed him that closely, so I no. didn't realize that he was that dominant. So I know you mentioned Barry Bonds, and so like I said earlier, not everybody's a game changer in the in the way you you might want to think originally. But like I did think of Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, um, just kind of back in the day, like that just sort of catapulting home run competitions amongst each other in mid-season um, to really make people pay attention to that back. When was that? I don't know. Like yeah. In a, it's true in the 90s well, maybe. Yeah, you yeah. might. I was like, you might yeah. not have lived I here. I should, yeah. Um, and then I, I think of Pete Rose and folks like that that yep. have just changed how the game is, the competition of the game and, and how the game is managed and coached and those kinds of things. So I think he's one. My first um, baseball, on my, my baseball game changer list, my first one is Jackie Robinson. For sure. I just love Jackie Robinson's yeah. story. And every time I'm at the ballpark, well, I will never probably look up and see the, the 42 sign um, again. Hopefully they don't take that off. I don't know. Right. Maybe they will. I don't know. I, but I, it's he's got his, you know, over 
third base foul one, I think, is his little placard. But I just, I just like him as a, as a, a, a game changing story in the history of the sport. For sure. And to your point with this number forty two, I think it's been retired, right? Like you can't wear it on it. This we right. may need to be fact checked here, but I think it's been retired by all major league baseball teams. I'm right? gonna think you're right. And so, my favorite yeah. day is Jackie Robinson Day on the baseball field when everybody's wearing forty two. Yeah. You do no a double doubt. take, and then you just realize, wow. I mean, that is how powerful his impact on the sport is. Absolutely. That everybody out there honors him all at the same time. No doubt. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. All right, what else? Who else? So probably, you know, when we think about game changers, you know, uh, probably should, you know, there's, there needs to be names like Muhammad Ali and whatever, but Tiger Woods, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, unbelievable player, right? I think, you know, he's, he, I'm not even a, a you know, golf fan per se. I don't play. I mm-hmm. uh, just don't have the patience, but he makes me want to be a golf fan, right? And obviously when he was sort of, you know, down right in the middle back end of his career, mm-hmm. right? It's like just people weren't watching turn, you know, the tournaments and stuff, stuff like they were when he was playing. So, so definitely a game changer. I think his, you know, sort of accomplishments early in his career speak for themselves. He's uh, definitely in my mind, a, a game changer. Yeah. Um, for sure brought a whole new element I think to the sport a new age group of people and got everybody excited again watching what he was able to accomplish and his story of being off and then being back on and gosh this last year his last season I mean I know overall it's probably not what he wanted but when he was competing to still stay in some of those majors I mean people were glued to the tv again just to see I don't know if they're rooting against him or for him doesn't matter no but they were watching. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, when I think of Woods, I mean, we could go over all the great accomplishments of his career, but, you know, it's that 2005 Masters where, you know, he's it's the final round and, you know, it's his iconic red shirt, right? It's um, the 16th hole, I think, and he's got a one-shot lead, basically, but, um, you know, his opponent basically hit a tee shot that's, like, in the best position for him, right? And then Woods is, like, on the outside of the green, and it's just like this impos- impossible trick shot that he has to basically hit. And I think, you know, he chips it and hits it like 20 feet, right, you know, north if whatever, you know, left of the hole uh-huh. essentially. And then it just rolls and rolls and rolls and then sits on the lip, right? And then it's almost like, like the, crowd just, no, yeah. the crowd just like somehow willed that ball, right, in and it just drops in. It's like a know? movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, and so um, I kind of feel like, you know, and then that that really iconic fist Fist pump, pump. you know, Um, and then, you know, he looked like a linebacker playing golf, too, you know, like just this big dude, you know, and and then his numbers speak for himself. I think, you know, he's he's just right up there, right, or just maybe like three or so away from all time, you know, records right now I don't know how much he's got left left or not but I'll be watching to see okay so for somebody who's you know soccer was one of your main sports you have not thrown out soccer names yet I know you got any on your list Uh, I'll you go first surely well I mean mine is super obvious yeah people like Messi yeah just because I love watching him play yeah but I try I thought well let me go back and who else and I I am not the soccer I, I don't know everything about everybody who's ever played soccer, yeah. so I don't even want to pretend that. But, like, people who I remember and, yeah. like, just play differently, um, like Ronaldinho, yeah. the way he just dribbles and play, like, all the more trickery and different things. But I just will never forget 
and you can go watch all the YouTube videos for forever. I can watch him play. Yeah. Um, and this is so like American, but David Beckham, like when he came to the MLS, sure, it changed the way people in America at least started paying attention a little bit more. Yeah. I know it's still got a long ways to go, but sure. that changed the American landscape of soccer and it opened the gate for others to do the same. I yeah. mean, you know, we went to a game in Frisco this year with um, Wayne Rooney and I mean, there, almost every time somebody came, comes in now to Frisco to play FC Dallas, there's a really big international superstar on the other end of the, of the bench. And yeah, they're done probably close to being done with their career, but they're still out there competing with our guys and it's fun to watch. And so I don't know, I think of Beckham as that game changer to bring people here. And then on the flip side, Pulisic bringing our players to Europe. Um, and then I hope there's more FC Dallas guys that follow in his past, like I think Paxton Pomacall and some of my, my favorite guys here. But so Pulisic um, is kind of the most recent, but those are kind of my probably low-hanging fruit names. Who do yeah. you got? No, I, I you know, unfortunately I, I can't differ much. You know, I, my dad's actually English, you know, so I was trying to think of, he probably would want me to say, you know, an English all-time great. My mom's German. And, you know, one of the German players that sort of just, I think, recently retired, Bastian Schweinsteiger, mm -hmm. I think was, you know, just kind of a player that I really admired. I saw him score goals, you know, f that are just like were trick shots, right, in like big spots in like World Cups and things, you know. But, it, you know, Lionel M Messi, I know it's, it's probably the, the easiest answer, but sure. it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, sometimes when I see him dribbling the ball, I feel like, you know, it's like trying to catch a chicken, you know, on a soccer field. He He's so elusive, you know, so and yeah, yeah, and so adept, you know, with, with the ball. I can't recall if it was, you know, sort of um, the last World Cup or not, but he, he basically was presented with like a really long field pass that he was able to sort of catch on his foot, right, and, and you know, from like 30, 40 yards, right, and 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 tap it in the the goal, you know. So he makes it look like sure. nothing. Yeah, exactly. Which in reality is so it's incredibly so hard, hard to do. Exactly. He's the one that stands out for me. I think you know, and you know, we you could say Pele, and you can mm -hmm. say so many other, you know. But he, he, for sure, I agree with you on him. You know, I, I really he's kind of in a league of his own for myself. Yeah. You know? And and Beckham too, you know, the whole Bendit like Beckham, and you know. Um, you know, I've, somebody had said to me one time that they thought David Beckham was overrated, and I, I, I said, you know, overrated because he looks like, you know, a GQ model. And, right, because he's know, in the news a lot, yeah, and his wife, and right. I mean, I, over, maybe like, maybe they meant overdone, yeah, just overexposed, perhaps. you know. Yeah. But I think, you know, if, if you're looking at him as maybe being, you know, the, the best player, I don't know if people were saying he was necessarily the best player, but he was a complete player, you know, and, and could play sort of, you know, obviously in every facet of the game. So I think he's a game changer for sure, um, you know, with what he's accomplished too. Me too. So, okay, mm -hmm. do you have anybody else you need to get out there before that's, we wrap up? That's all I had to get off my, I like my it. chest. Yep, that's, uh, yeah. We have some, mm -hmm. some mutual game changers, of cool. course, but then um, some that I hadn't thought of. So thanks for coming by today. You're welcome. Thank you, Kelly. And we fun. can hop on again to cover uh, fantasy football next fall, That'll right? That'll work. To yep. see who you've got going on there. Sure. And then what else were you saying? Oh, the Bulls? Yeah, we, we could, <laughs> anything. Yeah, I don't anything. know how to talk Chicago basketball, but no, right? you know, yeah, we'll do that. I'll let you do that. Yeah, sure thing. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you for listening to Hustle and Pro today. So however you're listening to us, subscribe so that you will get alerted about our episodes each week.